Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. I promise you by the end of the day, when a lot of the producers and bookers have heard this show, what is Pegasus is going to be the biggest question in the media. I promise you. What is Pegasus? We're going to talk about Pegasus a bit today. We're going to talk also about, I hope, if not, we will get to it tomorrow. The Michael Anton article we discussed before the election, the coming coup, and how everything he said has now come true. This may be one of the most important shows we've done in a long time. By the way, never a more appropriate time for this pre-roll. I totally unplanned. You don't like government big tech spying on you? Not planned at all. Get a VPN today. Don't wait. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Um, let's get right to it. Another just quick note. Thank you to Turning Point USA for having me. I spoke this weekend on Saturday. My speech went viral on my Facebook page. Um, I addressed some of the health problems over the last year, not as like a pity party thing. But it was fascinating because uh, some of the feedback on social media amongst the uh, you know leftists who really hate humanity and hate their own lives is, Man, Dan's like a real fat slob. Look at him. He got really big. And I'm like, I did? Like, you guys watch me every day. <laughs> Gee, Joe, you guys see me all the time. Do I look fat? No, like, do no, I look, look like great. I got obese? Huh. Thank you, Joe. Huh. I, you know what happened, folks? Just so you know, not that I need to bore you with TMI, too much information. But the chemo, I lost a little weight. Not a ton, but about 15 pounds. And then after the chemo ended, I started working out like super hard. So I'm back up to about 230, 232. That's real. Like that's my real weight. I promise you. So yeah, but that that's okay. It's okay. I get, you know, I got a thin skin, but yeah, people thought I chunked up a little bit, maybe eating a little bit too much Kentucky fried, whatever, but I'll be all right. <laughs> all right. Let me get to the show because I know again, DMI, too much information. <laughs> Hey, if you've been listening to my show for a while, you probably heard me talk about Helix mattresses. Why? Because they're great, super comfortable, like sleeping on a cloud. Helix gone beyond the bedroom. They started making sofas too. They launched a new company. It's called All Form. They make premium, customizable sofas and chairs. Ship right to or ship right to your door. Why is an All Form sofa the best one out there? Well, for starters, it's the easiest way to customize the sofa using premium materials at a fraction of the cost. You can pick up your uh, pick your fabric. You can make it spill, stain, or scratch resistant. The sofa color, even the color of the legs, the sofa size, and the shape to make sure it's perfect for your home. My daughter has one in her room. Absolutely loves it. They've got armchairs, love seats, all the way up to an eight-seat sectional. There's something for everyone. Start small. You can buy more seats later if you want. Customize it so it grows with you. All form sofas are delivered directly to your home with fast, free shipping. In the past, you wanted to order a sofa. It could take weeks or months to get to your door. You know how that is. And you need someone to come and assemble it. Not with all form. You can do it yourself. Paula put this thing together in, gosh, I don't know, it was a half an hour or less. It was super quick. She just asked me to lift something. She did the whole thing herself. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you're getting a sofa without trying it, the store sounds a little risky. Don't worry about it. You get 100 days to decide if you want to keep it. It's more than three months. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up for free, give you a full refund. They have a forever warranty, literally forever. To find your perfect sofa today, don't wait. Check out allform.com slash Dan. And All Form is offering 20% off all orders for our listeners at allform.com slash Dan. All right, Joe, let's go. All right, let's. Joe, very, <laughs> Joe is very excited. <laughs> We've been doing British accents all morning. You'll, you'll, we'll explain why at the end. I really hope we get to this. All right, let's get to this first. What is Pegasus? 
This will be the biggest story. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing by the end of the day. If you haven't seen this, you have to. There's a story in The Guardian called Revealed. A leak uncovers the global abuse of a cyber surveillance weapon. It's a spyware system, folks. It's been sold to authoritarian regimes. It's been used to target politicians, activists, and journalists, the data suggests. This is a stunning article. Now, The Guardian is a left-wing outlet. Um, they've produced some stuff that's, that's um, questionable at best. But this is a stunning act of actual journalism if this story turns out to be true. I have said to you often, this is serious time. Let's, like, let's crack the book on serious time and close the book on sarcastic time. That the biggest threat to your liberty and freedom right now, the biggest threat is the big tech government symbiote. Big tech is working with government, and I've made the case and I'll make it again. Big tech is actually more powerful than government right now because government needs big tech to do, to crush civil liberties. But big tech doesn't need government to crush civil liberties. Think about that. Process that for a moment, please. It's really important. Big tech, Google. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube can crush your ability to speak, your ability to assemble. You want to organize a rally on Twitter? They'll shut it right down. You want to use Eventbrite? They can shut that down, organize a rally. Name a, you want to put out a religious sermon online? If it doesn't comport with uh, LGBTQ ideology, they'll take that down too. They, big tech does not need government to crush your civil liberties. Does everybody got that? The verdict is in. It is true. But government does need big tech as evidenced by the Biden administration last week publicly saying, hey, we're going to Facebook to crush what they classify as misinformation about coronavirus. You're not even allowed to talk about coronavirus anymore. Everybody tracking out on the show? Nothing going forward to make any sense if you don't get that. The big tech government symbiote is the most dangerous threat to civil liberties out there today, period. And this proves it. If this story turns out to be accurate about Pegasus, the ramifications will be devastating. You could be surveilled right now. Some of you listening to this probably are being surveilled. It has ramifications for media blackmail. Think about it. If your phone is being spied on, all of the activity on your phone, including geolocation, everything, the descent into totalitarianism just requires one simple request from this company. Now, I will give you the company's position before we start about Pegasus. The company that makes it NSO is like, listen, we produce this technology, which is fine. It's free to produce the technology. They're like, we're not responsible what governments do with it. That's fine. That's fine. That's their statement. They're saying we don't, you know, I'm just giving you their statement in advance so that no one can say we didn't get both sides. Let's get to what Pegasus is first. Here, from the piece. Please read this piece. It's in my newsletter, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Read it front to back, side to side. Bongino.com slash newsletter. The piece, it's in there right there. The Guardian, what is Pegasus? Pegasus is a malware. It infects iPhones and Android devices and enables the operators of the Pegasus tool to extract, listen to this, your messages, your photos, your emails, to record calls and to secretly activate microphones. In other words, in live time, they can listen to your calls. An extraction tool? Ladies and gentlemen, what the hell are they extracting? You may say, oh, okay, we always assume tech companies and invented technology like this. I mean, all of us, I've been warning you about the dangers of surveillance for a long time. I think if you listen to the show, everybody assumed the capabilities was there, were there. I just wanted to put that out there first. 
That is what Pegasus is. It's an extraction tool. Everything we thought these tech companies were capable of, live time spying on of your phone, is in fact happening, and the technology is there. Now, going back, this is actually the opening statement of the, I did it in a little bit out of order because I wanted you to know what Pegasus was before we discuss it. Here's the intro to the piece. Screenshot two from the Guardian piece. Human rights activists, journalists, and lawyers across the world have been targeted by authoritarian governments using hacking software sold by the Israeli surveillance company NSO Group, according to an investigation into a massive data leak. The investigation by The Guardian and 16 other media organizations suggests widespread and continuing abuse of NSO's hacking spyware, Pegasus, which the company insists is only intended for use against criminals and terrorists. So, folks, you're reading this. You see who's been targeted now by Pegasus, this extraction tool. I've told you over and over, the hallmark of a free society is that there's a distinction between the private and public self. You have moments where you are doing things in private. You don't feel like you're being spied on. Conversations with your friends, conversations with your coworkers. You're in your house. You're eating. You're taking a shower. You're shaving. Whatever. You're watching something on TV. Oh, my God. What are you watching? I don't care. It's not my business. It's yours. As long as it's not a crime, you do you. That's the distinction that makes a free society free. A private self. Everybody tracking me? A private self. If this Pegasus tool is being abused by governments around the world, you may think you have a private self, but I've got news for you. It's public. It's not private. Other people are listening. Therefore, there is no distinction. And what you think is a free society may not, in fact, be a free society. I'll make the case before. I made it before and I'll make it again. I believe this is the, this is the single most important story today. No matter what is happening, this story needs to be everywhere. So now we've discussed what Pegasus is an extraction tool for your phone, your computer, whatever, getting your information. We, we now know people have been targeted according to this leak. If this story is accurate, journalists, lawyers, listen, for as much as I can't stand the media, I'm not a civil liberties fraud like the modern American totalitarian liberal and people like the ACLU, which seems to ab abandon their commitment to civil liberties. I am an actual civil libertarian, even though I can't stand journalists. Not all of them, but most of them, who've entirely abandoned journalisming and are now on the side of the totalitarian anti-free speech movement. I will still defend vigorously to my last breath their ability to live private lives and do their jobs free of government surveillance. Because I'm not a fraud like the leftists out there. More on Pegasus from this piece. Please, please read the whole thing. This is a devastating piece. Goes on. Look at some of these other people here and what a forensic analysis showed here. Quote, forensic analysis of a small number of phones whose numbers appeared on the leaked list also showed more than half of these phones had traces of the Pegasus spyware. Wonder if your phone has traces of the Pegasus spyware on it. The Guardian and its media partners, they'll be revealing, this is from the piece, the identities of people whose numbers appeared on the list in the coming days. I can't wait to see that list. They include hundreds of business executives, religious figures, academics, NGO employees, union officials, 
and government officials, including cabinet ministers, presidents, and prime ministers. What? Wait, goes on. Hold on. Apparently, there are 50,000 numbers on this list. The list also contains the numbers of close family members of one country's ruler, suggesting the ruler may have instructed their intelligence agencies to explore the possibility of monitoring their own relatives. You know, I do my regular Monday morning appearance on Fox and Friends at 8.40 Eastern time every Monday. I do the weekend appearance too. I said this morning before we got out of the segment, I said, mark my words, guys, listen to my podcast and radio show today. By the end of today, the biggest story in the country will be Pegasus. 50,000 numbers on the list, religious leaders, government officials, presidents, prime ministers. You thought you were talking on your phone only to you? I told you the big tech government symbiote is the biggest threat to liberty in the country today. Hands down. The list goes on. The disclosures apparently are going to begin on Sunday. So that was yesterday with the revelation that the numbers of more than 180 journalists are listed in the Pegasus data, including reporters, editors, and executives at the Financial Times, CNN, the New York Times, France 24, The Economist, AP, and Reuters. The phone number, folks, this part. Hold on, let's come back to me for a second. I should have cut this into two pieces because the next part is deeply disturbing. Just on the first part, again, not to toot our own horns here, but you should be proud. We are actual constitutionalists who believe in big R, God-given rights for everyone, even journalists. They should not be spied on. They should have private lives. They are touched by the hand of God with big R constitutional rights. In a free country, people are free, like many journalists right now, to act like losers and idiots. Many of them do that and take us up on the offer. The overwhelming majority do, sadly. That does not mean we should support a totalitarian state where people are spied on by a tool called Pegasus, alleged, accord, alleged by the way, according to this report. Again, NSO, the company, denies that they had anything to do with what the technology has been used for after they created it. Fair enough, that's their, that's their statement. I'm giving you both sides. But the second part of this is even more disturbing. Back to it. On this list, apparently, is the phone number of a freelance Mexican reporter, Cecilio Pineda Berto. That number was found on the list. It was apparently of interest, the number, to a Mexican client in the weeks leading up to his murder when his killers were able to locate him at a car wash. His phone has never been found, so no forensic analysis has been possible to establish whether it was infected. Hmm. That's, uh, that's goosebumps material right there. Again, an SO, I want to be clear, the company it makes this is saying, man, nothing to do with that. We just create this technology. Government big tech symbiote. Big, big trouble ahead. Story gets worse. You may think you're safe using Telegram or WhatsApp or Signal. 
I don't believe that at all. I always believe that people are watching my stuff. I People call me a conspiracy theorist, whatever. Um, as I've said on my radio show, we even have a liner for it. You know, uh, I'm running out of conspiracy theories because all of my conspiracy theories are coming true. So people are going to have to start, you know, uh, forking over more conspiracy theories. So we have something to talk about on the show because they're, sur- they're, they're, they're not theoretical anymore. Most certainly not. Peace goes on. Again, you think you're safe on Telegram, WhatsApp and Signal? Claudio Guarneri, who runs Amnesty International Security Lab, said once a phone's infected with Pegasus, a client of NSO could, in effect, that's the company, again, that produces the technology, could, in effect, take control of the phone, enabling them to extract a person's messages, calls, photos, and emails. They can also secretly activate cameras. How does that make you feel? Or microphones. Got your phone in your bedroom? They can also read the contents of encrypted messaging apps, such as WhatsApp, Telegram, and Signal. Keep your phone in your bedroom. Do things in your bedroom you don't want people to see. I think we can all answer yes to that one, right? I'm not talking about sleeping. Got your phone there? Pegasus on your phone? That's a conspiracy theory, is it? They got 50,000 numbers apparently in this list. Using Signal, you're like, ah, I use Signal, it's encrypted. Yeah, good luck with that. It's kind of good to know, right? I've got more. I've got one last piece from this and then an article at Media Post about, again, how the big tech government symbiote is the biggest threat to liberty and freedom right now. There's no question about it. There's not even a close second. More on that coming up in a second. Uh, let me get to my second sponsor. On a lighter note, Joe Armacost's favorite, our friends at Rock Auto. Joe was a big fan of Rock Auto before they even joined this as a sponsor. With the ever-increasing number of makes, Fiat, Kia, you know, models, Pacifica, XT5, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure these pointless, seemingly intimidated question, intimidating questioning and what, you know, why the counterman orders the parts in his computer? You could do that yourself, right? You can go to your computer and get better prices today. Go to rockauto.com, rockauto.com at home, and put it, uh, rockauto.com is a family-owned business. It's serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. You don't even have to leave your house. It's that simple. They have everything, engine control modules, brakes, even carpet. That's right, tail lamps, motor oil. What do you need? What do you need? They got it. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks. Comes right to your door. The rockauto.com catalog's super easy. Don't worry, you don't have to be some, check, uh, some, some tech genius. It's super simple. Catalog's unique and remarkably easy to navigate around. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for the pros and do-it-yourselfers. Don't waste money. Spend twice as much for the same parts. Doesn't make any sense. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Bongino in that how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. An amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Check them out today. rockauto.com, rockauto.com, rockauto.com. Check them out. All right. Hey, coming up as well, don't forget, I still got more on this Pegasus story, but 
The Michael Anton article about the coming coup before the election. Weird how prescient it was. Wait till I read to you pieces of this article, and then you start to put together the pieces about the malfeasance in Georgia, the Mark Milley statements. You're going to be like, sounds like something we said months ago. Because it was. All right, the last part of this Pegasus piece in The Guardian, which is, please, a must read. Please read it. Here's the kicker here. You may say to yourself, well, this Pegasus technology, you know, as long as I don't click on a a malicious link, I'll be okay. Eh, You'd be wrong. According to the reporting again, I have not had any familiarity with Pegasus unless it's on my phone now. Hello, you on my phone. Pegasus, if you're on my phone, I know I may be getting a new phone as of today. Hello, Pegasus folks. If you're on my phone right now, you're part of the show. You're on the show right now. You didn't even know, Pegasus folks. You may think to yourself, I ah, don't click a Oh, Dow's down a lot. Sorry, don't mean to get distracted. You don't need to click on a link. From the Guardian piece. The latest advances in NSO's technology enable it to penetrate phones with a zero-click attack. Meaning you don't even need to click a link for the phone to be infected. What do you think of those biscuits? Huh? How do those biscuits taste? Bad. (laughs) Tastes bad to me, too. Listen, I'm going to propose a solution for all this. And I don't know if it's a solution, but it's at least it's a mitigation measure to stop the growing big tech government symbiote. The Eddie Brock Venom symbiote. None of this is going to get any better. There's only one way, I think, to slow down this growing trend of governments working with big tech to surveil their populations. Um, One last article I want you to read will be in the show notes. But again, showing you this is not a small problem. Media posts. Governments make greater push to delete Twitter content. This is from last week in an article by Media Post, I believe it's .com. It's in my newsletter. Governments around the world, again, are working with big tech to eliminate your ability to speak. The symbiote is the biggest threat to freedom now. I'm not kidding. I'm going to propose an idea. I'm not sure it's the greatest idea on planet Earth. I'm not even sure it's the gr- if it's even a good idea. I'm just confident it's an idea that may stop this growing trend of totalitarian surveillance everywhere. At least in the United States. Folks, it is time to split our federal law enforcement and intelligence infrastructure into three branches. Get rid of the alphabet soup of agencies. It's clear now that what we have now is an internal affairs type mechanism to police the government that's spying on you in many cases and spied on Donald Trump and the Spygate thing is not working. The inspector general's office, it's not working. Okay. It's not working. I am not confident that the United States government won't use things like this Pegasus given what's going, or they have the ability now with the NSA to do a lot of this anyway. I'm not confident in them. I don't put my faith in government, and you shouldn't either. We have to split the federal government into a law enforcement entity, an intelligence entity, and a fully empowered internal affairs division. It is the only way. I Listen, I, it's no guarantee any of this is going to work. 
But I'm telling you now, what we're doing now is not working. These stories are endless about NSA abuses, the Tucker Carlson story, the Spygate story. We need a fully empowered internal affairs branch of the United States government. People not, not in the law enforcement until the way it works now is a lot of these people had prior experience with the FBI. They have friends over there, whatever. Then they go in and investigate. They're all buddies. Unacceptable. We need a separate branch that can review the other two that is fully empowered to investigate the intelligence and law enforcement community for abuses. Folks, when I was with the NYPD, even though they were cops brought up in the ranks, which again, I don't think is a good idea. People were pretty afraid of internal affairs. They were. Well, any cop listening who grew up in the NYPD or worked there will tell you that. When you saw internal affairs in the house, you knew something happened and you were in trouble. Imagine how much more effective they'd be if they weren't former cops, but were people reared outside of the intelligence law enforcement infrastructure. All of a sudden, FBI agents would be worried like NYPD cops were if you were doing something wrong. Hey, IA shows up. You're in big trouble. We don't have that now. The the inspector general's office is a joke. It's a total joke. And you are going to see more of this if we don't put a stop to it. I promise you. All right, before we get to the Michael Anton article, I told you it'd be a loaded show today. Uh, I hope you all saw my um, my Fox Nation show. Uh, not Fox Nation, excuse me, my, uh, my Fox, uh, Fox News Network show this weekend, unfiltered at, at uh, 10 p.m. We had a guest on. We brought the rebuttal back, the debate with the liberal guests. And finally, finally, I have been praying for this moment forever. I have been trying forever to get a Democrat on camera to admit that their insistence that black voters are incapable of producing ID in their efforts to fight voter ID, the Democrats, they want to fight voter ID because they love fraud. That's a fact. I'm not debating it. You're a liberal listening. They're clawing at the faces. You're foaming at your mouth. You can't say that. Then. It's true. Go to another show if it bothers you. It's a fact. Democrats love fraud in elections. They love it. That's why they can't stand voter ID. Their argument to try and advance fraud and stop voter integrity has been black people can't figure out how to get voter ID. I have been trying forever on camera to get a Democrat to admit that that's really racist because it is. Suggesting black people are too dopey to be able to figure out how to get an ID is about the most racist thing you could say. No one's admitted it up till now. Up till now. I had Maya Cummings on, former head of the Democrat Party um, in Maryland, in the state of Maryland. She agreed to come on and finally admitted what I've been saying forever, that it is racist to suggest black people can't get it. Totally eviscerating the Democrats' case. Here's cut one from the show. I hope you saw it live this weekend, but it's worth repeating. Check this out. I'm asking you because I believe it is not racist to ask a black voter to produce a driver's license because just like white voters and Hispanic voters, black voters can get a driver's license. It's the Democrat Party arguing otherwise. Don't try to flip the script. I'm asking you the question. Why is it racist? This is Why really is stupid. It ra- you can't answer the it's, question. It's really stupid. You, I'm asking you it's a, a simple question. It's the stupidest question. question that I've ever heard. Dan, Can please black, wh- come how on. How is it stupid? Uh, you know that black you're, you're, voters, just like white voters across the United States, get driver's licenses. Uh, but thank we also you. know. The, we thank also you. know. You just we made also my know. Point. <laughs> yes. 
My man. The props everywhere. That was the relief thing, too. <laughs> Hope it still works. I need it. <laughs> Finally! Democrat on camera admits what we've been saying the entire time. That the Democrats' case that black voters can't get voter ID because they can't figure it out is, in fact, racist. Dan, you know very well black voters can't. Yes, I do. That's my point. That's the point we've been making the whole time. Now, on the show, she realizes right away. All of a sudden, she stepped in it. She's like, oh, my gosh, what's that smell on my shoes? She tries to backtrack right quick on this one. Here's about a minute left. This went on for a little while. It's back and forth. We didn't play the whole thing. But with about a minute left to go in the segment, right after that, she realizes, oh, boy, I just made the Republican case that voter ID isn't racist because black people can, in fact, go get a driver's license. Which really is not some like stunning assertion of, oh my gosh, black people get a drink. It is the leftist, apparently. Here she tries to backtrack and tries to make them, oh no, no, black people don't drive. The black people don't drive. It's just like, they can't stop. They can't stop with the racist tropes. They can't stop. No, no, no. Black people can't drive or something. I'm like, really? Because the Texas law. You know, you don't have to drive. You could produce a social security number as voter ID, too. Not even the whole thing, just the last four digits. Do black voters not have social security numbers either? Watch this. She loses her mind. Watch her try to backtrack. Check this out. We also know that black voters tend to not be uh, tend to not drive at the same rate as white voters. Uh, And so there's a higher percentage of African-Americans that do not have driver's licenses. And that is why we always seek to actually have additional forms of voting ID ID, uh, that are actually able to be presented uh, at the voting polls. And what's interesting about Texas is they they allow gun, they allow gun owners to present their gun, uh, you know, um, cards uh, to vote. Uh, and yet they won't allow students to prevent uh, to use their student ID cards. And so, you know, you've got a problem in Texas. The, t- the problem with Texas is it's historically been racist and it continues to this day. Yeah. Well, you know, you just basically discredited the entire Democrat argument against voter. You understand that, right? Like you made the Republican point. I, We've been I saying forever. And we appreciate you doing point. that. We, no, no, you did. And we appreciate you doing that. No, Backing Dan, the Republican let me tell you position something. That black voters are perfectly capable of getting a driver's license and their social security number. You uh, no, made so a point. I told you. And we really thank you for you, doing Dan. that. I told you, Dan. I told you that black voters have a higher percentage of non-drivers. And that means that yeah, we have they to have, have social more security form numbers? forms of voting uh, for all kinds of people. Do they have social security numbers? Uh, I'm so out of time. Do they have a social security Dan, number? Absolutely. The black absolutely. voters have a social security absolutely. They do. So, absolutely. So you know they can put the last four digits of their social in, too. Or are you suggesting they don't know that either? <laughs> Sorry. I know you're not supposed to laugh at your own stuff. <laughs> I'm not laughing at my stuff. I'm laughing at hers. Then she admits... Because in the Texas law, all you got to produce is the last four digits of your social. Then she admits that, yes, yes, black people have social security numbers. She just made the case. You would think she was coming. That wasn't the rebuttal. We call that segment the rebuttal when we put the liberal on. That was the, the pro-buttle. She just made my point beautifully. Yes, black voters have social security numbers and can get driver's license. Thank you, Maya Cummings. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you for coming on and so strongly advocating for the voter ID case. We deeply appreciate it. I, I genuinely hope, and I say this out of no sense of self-interest at all. I get it. It's my show. I understand. This is not, I'm not being uh, egomaniacal here at all. I hope all of you take that cut, put it on your social media accounts, and thank Maya Cummings, the Democrat, for making the case for voter ID. To everyone, please, I hope you do that. I don't even care if you cut my part out. I don't even care if you mention it was my show. I thank Maya Cummings. Put it on your Twitter, Parler, Getter, CloudHub, Locals, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. Put it everywhere and thank Maya Cummings for finally making the case. Thank you, Maya. <laughs> That's right. He made a good, she keeps trying to change stuff. No, no, driver's license. Then it's about social security numbers. Then it's about gun IDs. Then it's about student ID. They all have social security numbers, Maya. You may want to do some homework on that. All right, let me get to my third sponsor, and then I want to get to, uh, we got to get to Stelter too, guys. Don't let me leave the show without doing Stelter because it's hilarious. We got a lot. To, don't go anywhere, please. Hey, living with chronic pain is the worst. I have it now. I have arthritis. It really sucks. I don't, it's not just uncomfortable. You can't sleep. You can't work out on certain days. You wake up super sore. It's been a nightmare for me. I started using Omax. Listen, if you've had pain for a few weeks now, it hasn't improved with some other treatments you've tried, or you're just looking to get rid of you know nagging muscle and joint pain immediately while providing long-lasting recovery, there's, use what I use. Try the natural breakthrough pain relief solution, CryoFreeze CBD Roll-On. It's developed by Omax Health. This non-prescription, triple-action pain relief roll-on. It's a roll-on. It's a roll-on. You, you, you feel the cool right away. It's specially formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, and improve muscle and joint flexibility. Here's the best part. The 100% natural CBD-powered remedy, it works as magic within 10 minutes. I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's less than that for me. It says 10 minutes, but it works right away for me. Relief lasts up to eight hours, much longer than over-the-counter products. I go through bottles and bottles of this stuff because I don't want to, you know, I don't want any prescription stuff. I'm just not interested in any of that. Omax Health is offering, so I use this. It's, it's better. Omax Health is offering my listeners 20% off, better for me, 20% off a full bottle of cryo-free CBD pain relief roll-on. The discount applies site-wide towards any product. How do you get it? Go to Omax, O-M-A-X health.com today. OmaxHealth.com and enter code Bongino. It's that simple. OmaxHealth.com, enter code Bongino. Get 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide. Pro golfers such as PGA, pro golfer, uh, pro athletes uh, such as golfer Kyle Stanley, use cryo-free CBD to recover on and off the course. It doesn't have any of those messy, nasty creams or those bad-smelling fragrances, none of that stuff. Just go to OmaxHealth.com and enter code Bongino. Get 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide. This is the real deal. This stuff works. Paula uses it for her neck when she gets migraines. OmaxHealth.com, enter code Bongino, and get 20% off site-wide. You're going to love it. Check it out. Send me your reviews. I promise you're going to dig it. We use it all the time. All right. You know, this is a heavy news day for me, and it's time to readdress a very powerful article that scared the hell out of me um, and scared the hell out of the Democrats at the same time before the election. This article was ruthlessly and relentlessly attacked. Um, I was... In the, I was brought into the attacks by the New York Times, I believe the Washington Post and elsewhere. Um, it was Davey Alba at the New York Times, one after me and Mark Levin, who, by the way, will be a guest on my radio show today, the great one. Don't miss that unintentional segue. Mark Levin on my radio show at the top of the second hour. 
the article which scared the Democrats and they attacked anyone who discussed it before the election was this article in the American mind. It's by Michael Anton. Jim, if you're listening, let's get him on the show this week, please. The radio show. I know he listens while we do the podcast. He gets to listen to it live. He heard the snafu before, too. I had to cut out. I lost my, I rarely, if ever, lose my train of thought. I lost it before, and I went off on, like, a tangent, and I told Gee, we got to do that over because I don't want to bore my audience. And I got, it happens sometimes, very rarely, but it happens. Jim heard that, too. But get Michael Anton on this week if you can. I want to talk to him about this article. <laughs> Justin and Gee are laughing. He's like, what's the point of cutting it out if you're going to tell people about it later? Just leave it in, then. Just leave it in the show. Leave it in. He's Justin's got his head in his hands. Like we can't like with this guy. What are we going to do with this guy? As he go on another tangent about a tangent that he cut out of the show. <laughs> we have, listen, we have a lot of fun here. I enjoy the show. I enjoy the crew, but I did. I didn't want to waste your time, but that public private stuff was important. So I redid it. The American mind be in the show notes today. Bongino.com slash newsletter, newsletter, show notes, same thing. Read this article. It was put out before the election. It was called The Coming Coup. The left went nuts about it. Crazy. Why? Because the predictions in it were very scary. Michael Anton is a former Republican administration official. He knows his stuff. He writes some really, really good stuff. And one of the things he predicted, I'm going to put up in a second. It's in a, Remember, this was, folks, this was written before the election. One of the things he predicted, all oh, coming to fruition now, to use the buzzword du jour, was that we're entering a dangerous point in America, in the Trump era, where even our military personnel are becoming oddly political. Anton wrote this, again, before the election. He's talking about John Podesta, this Democrat activist who had put out with this group a paper about ways that the Democrats were going to try to steal the election, I think. That's what, that was my reading of the paper. So Anton writes, what then? The Podesta assumption is that the military will side with the Democrats. There are reasons to fear they might. The Obama administration spent a great deal of political capital purging the officer corps of anyone in the military not down with the program and promoting only those in the military who are. Still in all, determining the outcome of an election would be the most open political interference possible from our allegedly apolitical military. And it's plausible that the brass won't want to make its quiet support of the ruling class agenda that overt. Written before the election. Warnings by Michael Anton that Democrat activists were pushing and prodding the military basically to take a side. Something our military is never supposed to do with politics. We have a civilian-led military, a civilian commander-in-chief. They are never supposed to be involved in politics. Look at this story now in Yahoo News. Just last week, ex-Joint Chiefs Chairman Mike Mullen. It's incredibly disturbing that military leadership reportedly feared a Trump coup. <laughs> Remember the Mark Milley story? They really feared a Trump coup? You really believe that? Do you really believe that our military people well, number one, to enact a coup, folks, you'd need our military, correct? Can we just walk this through common sense-wise? 
Can we do that for a moment? To enact a coup, you would need our military, correct? So if Mark Milley, current uh, member of the Joint Chiefs, who's been out all over TV talking about critical race theory and all kinds of junk unrelated to uh, winning wars, what he's supposed to be doing. If Mark Milley was worried about a coup and said, you know, basically that the hinted Trump could be looking to use the military, then what were they worried about if Milley was the one in charge of the military that would have had him enact the coup? Does that make sense to you? You get what I'm saying? If he's running the military, why was he worried about Trump using the military he's running? Where am I going with this? Let me make a suggestion to you. He's not. And he never was worried about a Trump coup. That the story was made up. The story was made up to, how do we call it? Uh, work the refs. The left-wingers, Podesta and others, put out this report to signal to military leaders, hey, you better take our side. We're going to win this thing. We're going to win this thing right now. And anything even remotely seen as apolitical or not support of the Biden Democratic machine, this is before the election, we will make sure people get it out there that you guys supported a Trump coup. Did, did that make sense? My, yeah. Did, did, you sure? Justin, you get what it, it's working the refs. Yeah. It's what, let me, I'll give you the working the refs example, right? You go into the, uh, you know, the finals of your basketball league and you think the ref hates you. So you go to the local media before the game. You're like, these refs hate us so much. They're not going to be fair. There's no way. What are you doing? You're putting it out there so that the refs on every call will be like, oh my gosh, they did commit a foul. But if I say that, it'll look like I'm going after them. And they said on TV, I was going to go after them. That's what they're doing to Democrats. That's what they did. They put out this dog whistle to the media that you better overtly support the Democrat agenda. And if you don't, and even appear apolitical, we'll make sure that it gets out there that you guys were supporting a coup by Donald Trump. Everything Anton said is coming true in this piece. That's why it scared the Democrat media establishment so much. Here's another one from the piece. Read this piece. Again, before the election, everything he said was going to happen is happening. He talks about how it was super important to get the media. By the way, just not to get distracted here, folks, but the Dow is down pretty dramatically right now. We'll see if it recovers. That's uh, down. It's uh, down 700 plus points right now. That's uh that's a that's a big drop. I don't care what level it's at. That's a huge drop. We'll stay on that. Stay tuned to the radio show for ongoing coverage of that. He also says in the American Mind piece that the Democrats had a strategy. They wanted to work not only the military working the refs, they wanted to work the media too. They wanted the media to not call the race for Trump despite the numbers to make sure the race was called for Biden even if it was up in the air if Biden had won or not. Sound familiar? You had the whole Chris Steyerwalt incident at Fox and uh, the other guy, the pollster guy too, I forget his name. They got let go. Remember those guys? Remember the people at the other network calling it right? Oh, Georgia, it's over. Georgia, yeah, man, it's good. Arizona. 
They will work in the media too. From the American Mind piece, quote, they also need to set up or shore up now communication channels, talking about these leftists planning this coming coup, according to his words. They need to shore up communication channels that don't rely on the media or big tech. Once the ruling class gives word that the narrative is, quote, Trump lost, all the pre- this is insane. I'm sorry. This is insane. All the president's social media accounts will be suspended. The TV channels, with the likely exception of Fox News, <laughs> will refuse to cover anything he says. Count on it. He's going to need a way to talk to the American people, and he has to find the means. Now. Mm. Mm. Let's check out this CNBC story, show you just how accurate Michael Anton was. Facebook says Donald Trump to remain banned for two years, effective from January 7th. Donald Trump was banned from Twitter, I believe it was at Shopify, was banned from YouTube, wiped off the face of the earth on social media. Tell me again how the big tech government symbiote is not the most dangerous threat to liberty in our country today. Tell me one more time. I'd love to hear it. Again, Anton, before the election, wrote this. Here's another one that's just a news article, just one of many. You just have to put Georgia election fraud, just the news, or any other conservative website, and you'll get something like this. Georgia audit documents expose significant election failures in the state's largest county. You get how they did this year? Back to the Anton piece. Got to work the refs, work the military and tell them, don't you dare be apolitical. If you are apolitical, we will accuse you of being involved in a coup with Donald Trump. Therefore, how did they respond? They responded by behind the scenes, quietly, many of them at the upper levels supporting Biden. They also worked the media. Don't you dare call the race for Trump. So the media aired on the side, many of them, of calling the race early for Biden. And after the race got called for Biden, Trump was to be wiped off the face of the earth. It happened right after January 6th, so we can't communicate with anyone. And then if any malfeasance is discovered, like we're seeing in Georgia right now, where the results could not be the results you think you got, the results in Georgia could change if some of these fraud stories if are proven in fact true, doesn't matter, right? Matters to us, to the media, it doesn't matter at all. Media's like, God, oh, it's over, moveon.org. Oh, it matters to us. We're not movingon.org. All right, I'm going to get to Stelter in a second. This is, uh, please don't go anywhere. This is, I know, it's Brian Stelter, he's a goofball, but this is kind of hilarious. You're not going to want to miss getting wrecked on his own, totally, completely wrecked. Read that article by Anton, though. We'll try to get him on the radio show this week. Could be amazing having him hot wash this thing down now that pretty much everything he said came true. Folks, Patriot Mobile. This is the time of the year we celebrate our independence. It's time to get behind companies that support causes we believe in. Not these big mobile carriers. They support left-wing causes. A lot of them. A lot of them. Some of them, these pro-abortion groups and everything. Patriot Mobile's not like that. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. And they do. They don't just talk. They donate a portion of every dollar to organizations that fight for causes you and I both care about. Right now, they have two great offers to choose from. You can either get 50% off your first two months or $100 off any phone. 
Both come with free Premier activation. How do you get this great deal? Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan for details. Don't wait. Patriot Mobile is the broadest nationwide coverage. uses the same towers as the major providers, so you get great service for less money. Switching is easy. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan. We'll call their top-rated U.S.-based team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders, you save even more. We need to stick together and support companies that speak the truth. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dan, or give them a call at 972-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. We appreciate it. On a lighter note, Brian Stelter has this uh, author, Michael Wolf, who's listed. Let's be, he's no friend to the Trump movement. I'm not even sure if he's, he's an author. He writes these books that lean heavily anti-Trump. I'm not even sure this guy's, you know, the real McCoy. But who knows what's real and who's not, if his sources are good or bad or whatever. I don't know. I'm not endorsing Michael Wolf or his book. But I did find this appearance hilarious. So Stelter, Brian Stelter, the gold medal winner in the, uh, dopey talking head Olympics, which he's had that position now for what guys, two, three years, Joe, was it? No, yeah, he hasn't been two. dethroned yet. At no, least right? yet. we we did have to make a big change. Joy Reed is now the silver medalist because of her meltdowns over racist, yes. critical race theory. And Chuck Todd has been demoted to bronze. You know, there are a lot of people moving up though. Acosta's moving up. Chuck Todd, that bronze positions. It's in a little bit of jeopardy too. Chuck Todd, it, it is in jeopardy. He just needs Chuck Todd needs to do something dumb next week, I think, to hold on to that. But Stelter's firmly entrenched in the gold position. Here's Stelter getting wrecked on his own show by author Michael Wolf. If you haven't seen this, you're going to want to watch this, rewind it, and watch it again. Check this out. I think the media has done a terrible job on this. I think you yourself, um, you know, why you're a nice guy, you know, you're full of sanctimony. Um, you know, you become part of one of the parts of the problem of the media. You know, you come on here and you and you have a, um, um, uh, you know, a monopoly on truth. You know, you know exactly how things are supposed to be done. Um, you know, you are why one of the reasons people can't stand the media. Sorry. <laughs> You're cracking me up. It's your fault. I, it's, my, it's how, So what should I do differently, Michael? You know, don't talk so much. Listen more. You know, people have genuine problems with 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 the media. The media doesn't get the story right. The media exists in its mm. own bubble. Um, That's true. You know, I agree. You, yeah. you, uh, um, you know, you got to stop. I mean, that last segment that 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 I just had to listen to of all of the people saying <laughs> the same old stuff. Also, you're incredibly repetitive. It's week after week. I mean, you're the flip side of of of, of Donald Trump. <laughs> hey, Joe. Uh, yes, that lad. He got wrecked right, pretty then. good, right? All right. He, yeah, he was. He, did. he was demolished. Yeah. He, demolished. Yeah. He told me he should have go go get some coffee, lad. Huh? Get right, some coffee. Um, he right. was slapped. Go around, get some tea, yeah. mate. Yeah. Oh, I can't say, tea. mate. That's Australian. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you may right, wonder. Uh, why Joe and I are talking in. Really terrible English accents. That's right. <laughs> Joe actually is quite good. Mine, not so good. I actually <laughs> confuse the Australian kind of uh, UK British thing, which is pretty typical because I am the worst at accents. You know, lad, no good, it's, lad. Fix yeah, that. It's coming, so along. 
Yeah, it's coming out. Joe's very good. Joe's been doing voices for years when he was involved in Terrestrial Radio. Why are we doing this and criticizing this hilarious (laughs) clip uh, or or criticizing Brian Stelter in this hilarious clip? Because if you read this New York Post article in the newsletter, apparently a bunch of kids have been sitting home watching (laughs) Peppa Pig episodes. Hey, Peppa. Hey, Peppa, who has a British accent. And they have these kids in the United States are now speaking in British accents during the pandemic. Hey, Mom. We going on holiday, Mom? Dude, you're from the Bronx. What are you talking about? Hey, Mom. We going on holiday? We going to have some crumpets and some tea. I know my, I don't my, get my accent. He's bad. These kids are talking like Peppa Pig. Hey, Brian. Hey, lad. Go get some coffee for Jeff Zucker, lad. <laughs> yeah. Kids are talking like Peppa Pig. Can you imagine this? You're living in the Bronx. I grew up in the Bronx. I grew up in Queens. You're like, hey, Tony, come on. You know, we're going out to Jones Beach, whatever. We're going to Rockaway for the week. Oh, yes, Dad. Thanks. We're going on holiday for the week. This is so what Are we bringing the tea? <laughs> oh, forget about it, right? <laughs> Listen, it just doesn't work I'm like the, that. <laughs> your accents are cool. Don't Snowflakes. I'm actually doing a Fox Nation show. Hey, can you throw that up? Perfect timing. I didn't even attend. I have a Fox Nation show on Cancel Culture. You're going to want to check out. It's coming up. It's going to be airing soon. So check it out. It's it's uh, it, it's called Canceled in America. It's really, really good. But I know you'll want to cancel us. <laughs> Poor Justin's got to scroll through a thousand links because I've screwed up everything in this show. Here, Canceled in America. It's on the New York Post. They covered it. Fox Nation's new series covers what it's like to be canceled. I know the cancelers be like, oh, my gosh, bad. That lad has a terrible British accent. Lighten up, losers. I love that accent. I grew up watching James Bond. It's a cool accent. Lighten up. It's a funny story, especially when you can relate it to Mr. Bataidahan, that lad, Brian Stelter, who was a total loser and got wrecked on his own show. And I love how he laughs. He laughs because he's so uncomfortable he's getting wrecked on his own show. He's like, <laughs> it's like I said, well, I laugh when I get blood. When I get blood taken, I freak out, so I laugh because I'll cry otherwise. That's Brian Stelter. <laughs> like a joker. That's why he always retains the gold medal. He's never going to lose. He is on the medal stand forever in the dopey talking head Olympics. What did you say? <laughs> For those of you who don't know, there was a... Uh, that went out and that went out under the headline and a couple of Twitter accounts, roasted potato. You know, they call him Mr. Potato Head. So there you go. Video of the day for that one. Not our hero of the day. Video of the day right there. All right. On a serious note, getting back to some serious topics. We'll wrap up the show with this because it's important. You know, we talked about the big, it's a big tech government symbiote sandwich. We started out in the beginning talking about the big tech government symbiote, how devastating it is. We talked about some, uh, you know, the meat in the sandwich. Now we're back to the bread. It is a big tech government sandwich today. The symbiote is deadly, it's destructive, and it's getting worse. Biden is now openly, through Jen Psaki, Peppermint Patty, and others, calling for Facebook to monitor people. This is very, very dangerous. But it's interesting that they want to classify their monitoring as a misinformation campaign. Keep in mind, Vivek Ramaswamy was on Fox this morning, and he said something you know, interesting. He said every, and he's right, every tyrant in human history has always had a convenient excuse to suppress free speech and civil liberties. I mean, all they knew is they just make it up. It doesn't matter. They'll just make it up. The excuse now is, quote, misinformation. The Biden administration is saying vaccine misinformation, coronavirus misinformation. 
That's the reason we are going to watch you and work with big tech to crush free speech. That's interesting because regardless of where you stand on the vaccine, this is not an argument just to be clear about what we're going to talk about now. Forget about pro or anti-vaccine. It's not what I'm talking about now. The Biden administration's point now is if you go on Facebook and say anything negative about the vaccine, we will work with Facebook to crush you. I wonder if this counts. Here's the Daily Coast left-wing lunatic site from September of 2020. It's a real headline. Kamala Harris wouldn't trust the Trump vaccine, and neither should anyone else. Should D'Artagnan, the author of this piece, and Kamala Harris be wiped off the internet? Is Facebook monitoring them too? It's a serious question. I'm not making this up. It's a serious question. Why not? According to the Biden administration, that's misinformation. Should that be wiped off the internet? Should Kamala Harris not be allowed to post again for promoting misinformation? Serious question demands an answer. Here's another one, hat tip the RNC. Again, I don't care about where you stand on the vaccine. That's your business. It's your body. You have to make your own appropriate medical decisions. I'm not here to lecture you on either one. I've made mine. But again, if we're talking about misinformation about the vaccine, does this qualify? Again, hat tip RNC. Here's Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and others talking about the deadly dangers of the vaccine that they now say you're not allowed to say. Check this out. So let's just say there's a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election. Would you get it? Well, I think that's going to be an issue for all of us. If and when the vaccine comes, and it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done. When we finally do, God willing, get a vaccine, who's going to take the shot? Who's going to take the shot? You can be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's OK. And the question of whether it's real when it's there, that requires enormous transparency. You've got to make all of it available to other experts across the nation so they can look and see. So there's consensus this is a safe vaccine. If the president announced tomorrow we have a vaccine, would you take it? Only if it was completely transparent that other experts in the country could look at it. Only if we knew all of what went into it. If Donald Trump can't give answers and administration can't give answers to these three questions, the American people should not have confidence. But if Donald Trump tells us I should t- that we should take it, I'm not taking it. Uh, I'm just asking a question. Is that misinformation or not? They say they want people wiped off the Internet and they should work with government to do it, Facebook and otherwise, for saying negative things about the vaccine. But what about when they said it? Typical behavior of tyrants. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. Don't miss my radio show today. I got the great one, Mark Levin, coming on. That's going to be terrific. I really appreciate all of you tuned in to Unfiltered this weekend. That debate was by far my favorite segment of the show so far I don't need to replay stuff here, and I don't like to do it often, but that was important. we got a Democrat to finally admit the truth. Make sure you subscribe to my Rumble account, rumble.com slash Bongino. It's free. You can watch the video version of the show there. We really appreciate it. I will see you all on the radio show and back here on the podcast tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. You just heard Dan Bongino.